Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. Hello, everybody. Of the many questions you sent, quite a number of them are on the resurrection of the dead. Questions like, are we all already in heaven with Jesus when we die? So why do we still need to be resurrected again? Or why aren't Lazarus and others who were raised from the dead considered the first resurrected people? I think these are all very good and important questions. So I want to deal with them today. Now, the resurrection of the dead is one of the six basic foundation truths listed in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. So we all need to be very clear about this doctrine. In the beginning, God did not create man to die. Physical death is a result of sin, the fall of man from the first Adam. But we mustn't just blame him for all of us individually have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. But death as it may be, death is not something natural to the human. It is foreign, hostile, and the Bible pictures it as an enemy. God himself sees death as an evil and a frustration of his original plan. The good news is, for Christians, for those of us who believe in Jesus, death has lost its power over us. By dying on the cross as our substitute, Jesus has defeated the power of death and removed its sting. And because our sins are now forgiven, the eternal consequences of them are already cancelled. We will not be condemned anymore or experience what the book of Revelation calls the second death. And because of the victory of Christ on the cross, we are no longer afraid of death as something dreadful. Instead, it has become for us a transition, a door, a graduation service that takes us immediately and directly into the presence of the Lord. That is why Paul says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Why? Because the moment we are absent from our body, we are immediately present with Jesus in heaven. And remember that Jesus himself says that heaven is a paradise. It is indeed a place of great blessedness and joy. But as the God of history, God doesn't reverse its course. One day, every consequence of sin will be removed, but that day is not yet. Although the eternal consequences of sin has been dealt with at the cross, there are still temporal consequences just for a little while longer, for the rest of the duration of this present age. This means we still live in a fallen world and we will all still experience physical death. Unless we are alive at the second coming of Jesus, all of us will die physically. So for those who don't belong to Christ, that means the unrepentant, the wicked, the unbelievers, death is a curse, a penalty, a fearful thing. At death, their souls go to Hades, awaiting to be raised again for sentencing at the last judgment at the end of time. They will then enter into an endless period of punishment and separation from God. 
This is hell, the lake of fire, the place, the state of eternal separation from God and punishment for sin. But this will not be experienced by believers. Nonetheless, dying is one of the harsh realities of life, that we will be separated, even if it's only for a few years or a few decades, with those whom we love on earth. Every individual will grow old, will die and be taken to the cemetery to be buried or cremated. This is our inevitable end, and we must learn to accept it. But we must also realize that death is only the end of life in our physical body. It is not the end of our consciousness. Our soul and our spirit lives on. We see this in the parable of Lazarus and the rich man. Both were in a state of consciousness. So when we die, we are not going into a deep sleep for a long, long time, only to be awakened at the second coming. No, no, no. We are fully conscious of our continuing existence, who we are and where we are. Most Protestants understand the Bible to say that every person is composed of three elements. Number one, the physical body. Number two, the soul, which is our personality, the part of our being that's the ability to reason, to feel, to relate to one another, and to make decisions. Number three, the spirit, which enables us to perceive spiritual things and respond to spiritual stimuli. The soul, our personality, is sandwiched between the body and the spirit. To the extent it relates to the body, it is regarded as carnal. To the extent it relates to the spirit, it is regarded as spiritual. So are you a carnal or spiritual Christian? It all depends on which way your soul leans more. At death, the body as the material part of the human disintegrates and decomposes. The Bible says it is from dust to dust, which means it returns to the ground. On the other hand, the immaterial parts of the human, the soul and the spirit, they survive death. It is this immaterial nature that sets us apart from animals. We have a soul and a spirit that is conscious and lives on even at death. Now, what many Christians don't realize is that this material body has a very high place in God's plan and purpose. Our body is the instrument, the means for us to express our personality and our will. It is the repository that holds the presence of God. The moment the Holy Spirit indwells a believer, his or her body becomes his temple. So we say we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Without a body, we cannot fully express ourselves in the world that God has created for us. Neither on this earth in this present age, nor on the new earth in the age to come. So at death, we are living in an intermediate state, a disembodied stage. Although we are already in the presence of God in heaven, Paul says there is a groaning, a dissatisfaction, a sense of nakedness, and a desiring to be reclothed with a new heavenly body. 
That is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now, this intermediate, disembodied state is incomplete and not fully normal for the way that God has created us to exist. This is one of the reasons for the incarnation of Christ. Jesus came fully as a human with a real body so that He can save us in our entirety, redeeming not only our soul and spirit, but ultimately also our physical body so that we are really made whole, spirit, soul, and body. As such, our body is a very important part of the human constitution. Now, this is the reason why the Bible talks so much about a future resurrection, that we must look forward to it, to have a new immortal body like Jesus to be able to fully express ourselves and serve the purpose of God in His millennial reign and after that, in the new heaven and new earth. And this will only happen at the second coming, when Jesus Christ returns to this world. Christians who had died will experience a glorious re-embodiment. This is called the resurrection of the dead. At the same time, Christians who are alive at His coming will at that instant undergo a transformation. This is called the rapture. Both groups will be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. What about those who are not His true faith, who have died in their sins? They will only be raised at the end of the millennium for sentencing. Now, our resurrected body will be like Christ spiritual and immortal. It will never die anymore. It will never be sick. It will never grow old, get tired or weaken or ache in pain. Most of all, and this is the best news of all, it will no longer struggle with the fallen sinful cravings ever again. Please let me explain this a little more. Even as born-again Christians, the body that we have now can never fully express the desires and purposes of a heart that's regenerated by the Holy Spirit. Many of the weaknesses that we daily struggle with, like shyness, anger outbursts, sexual lust, depression, or gluttony, drunkenness, laziness, substance addiction, so on and so forth, they are all closely linked with our physical constitution. And whether we like it or not, our body patterns our behavior. This is the reason why the Bible uses the word flesh in describing such weaknesses. Our physical cravings often stop us from doing the good that we want to do. Instead, the evil we don't want to do, we keep on doing it. For us who desire to please the Lord, this is a constant frustration. In our daily testimony, we keep doing the wrong things. We keep falling into sin when our flesh is tempted. As such, our nature is not fully integrated in our worship, in our service. Yes, in our mind, in our heart, we want to love God fully. But in our body, the cravings of the flesh fight us every step of the way, all the days of our lives but not so with the resurrected body. Hallelujah. This new body 
will finally and perfectly match our perfected character in Christ. It will finally allow us to express ourselves perfectly throughout eternity. No more daily struggles with the sinful cravings of the flesh. Praise the Lord. The resurrection of the dead is the final step of glorification. When God completes what He has begun when He first saved us, we finally can become like Jesus Christ, His Son. We finally can fully enjoy being with the Father and the Son, not just spiritually, but physically, materially. We can perfectly express our worship and serve God out of a fully integrated nature, spirit, soul, and body, perfectly able to express our love and obedience to Him. For all these reasons, we should be excited and look forward to the resurrection of the dead. And remember, it is a bodily resurrection. It is very different from being raised from the dead, like Lazarus, Dorcas, or the daughter of Jairus. None of them was given resurrected bodies. So they all died eventually again. Our new resurrected body is supernatural, like Jesus's, and one that helps us fully express ourselves and allow us to fulfill God's will and purpose in the world to come. I hope this explains the many questions you have concerning the resurrection of the dead. They are important questions, and you must be very clear concerning them. Thank you for watching and listening. That's all that I want to share with you today, and I will answer more questions in my next post.